PlayStation Unchained brought to you by PSU.com. Go check them out right now. Until then, enjoy today's podcast. PlayStation Unchained. It's been a long time since I've seen it, it seems. Uh, I am not so regular host, Neil Gold, back in this a guest capacity for this time. Um, you may know me now. Website bloody disgusting where I do general gaming stuff over there now. I have returned to this grand old place, uh, both in written and in this this week, um, as I did a. Um, I am joined by the ever presence of uh, of Ben Chilliver. I am here. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am broke. <laughs> How are you doing? Like, like, is that like money broke or just like physically broke? Why not both? Why not? It, it's that time of year. You can be both. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it seems. <laughs> I, so I had it, a I had a laptop not... that was horrendously bad, so I've gone for oh, an upgrade. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I had one quite good laptop that was knackering in parts. I basically got one expensive one for games and one very cheap one for yeah, I've got a really stuff. expensive one for everything now. So, <laughs> um, and the first <laughs> thing I did was time to install Final Fantasy. Downloading Final Fantasy 14 as we speak. I was very tempted to do that on mine, but then I got a PS4 Pro, so it was yeah. like, oh, that's fine, I'll do it for me. I'm like art. Oh, it's only look nice. Yeah. So, but oh yeah, uh, I, also, it came with Norton, oh, so right, that was also a thing. Oh, I uninstall that. It's Norton. I'm not keeping <laughs> Norton antivirus. Only antivirus is a virus. Not yeah, I had that pre-installed one, and, and it just told me it just as soon as it ended, it was like, right, it's ended now. Do you want to carry on? And yet, for months since, it's just been giving me messages saying, was... oh, you can still renew, you can still renew. It's like, right. I don't want to, take the hint. When I was <laughs> uninstalling it, it even had an option. Do you want to have Norton check your computer? I, 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 I'm like, I'm uninstalling it. No, I don't. There's <laughs> an option that pushy, you, you could leave on. Uh, computers, eh? Oh. They never cease to have High tech, yeah. Same time. Uh, I'm also joined by Gary. Oh, Steve, you used my last name. Here I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that uncommon <laughs> now? It's <laughs> like, Gary. Gary. No, they're like, this bitch is here. I just call here. him Gary. <laughs> I just call him Gary. Yeah, that's probably why I just have not had much in the podcast time. Now, so it's, I, I've not caught up on the, the infighting and the memes uh, that this stuff. Look, the only infighting is when um, Alfonso's on, and then it's between Gary and Alfonso. I don't know no, why no, he, no. Just, he just hates me. <laughs> no, he doesn't hate you. I had to break up a fight with you two on Twitter this week. You, you were just trying to go each other. I mean... Look, Gary, it's just because you're like, ah, oh, where, where do you work? And you're like, ah, oh, well, I'm going to come and jump you while you work. I, I never said that. Oh. That's what I mean, it, 
<laughs> if it's on, I mean, if you did, it's on record, Gary. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all that, mind you, we've got enough evidence on Alfonso with all his crazy going to yeah, I guess uh, so. counter that. I, think I mean, in fairness, Gary, you were right in your opinion. Oh, uh, thank with, you. Uh, with, with Yeah, as much as Borland's very good, you know, it's like, you know. And I'm like, like you know what I bought more? It's, it's hype is dragging. You know what more than four lines? Final Fantasy VIII. The most hype? I don't know, man. The most hype is... Ah, uh, man. That's a lot. That's, I, a, that's a big statement. I, mean, <laughs> I, I pre-ordered a 20-year-old game this week. <laughs> that's, how, that's how happy I, think, I am. With yeah, that. I was going to say, yeah. The fact that we're pre-ordering a 20-year-old game kind of says how much hype we are. Yeah. I almost did it twice uh, getting the Switch copy, but then I was like, I'm not going to get to play on the Switch. I rarely ever get to play on the Switch. Because <laughs> so, yeah. my son is, is pretty much his machine at this point. So, yeah. This is very big under his well. But yes, it's a, uh, you know, it is an exciting time. It's just as, as I'm great. You know, obviously I've got this whole work, but still, if I find time. Oh, I lost my phone. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying everything today to go wrong with it. Um, yeah, you're breaking up I a lot. I we should talk about so. that video. Am I right now? Yeah, at least Is for me. Better? What about you, Gary? Uh, it sounds okay to me right now. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I just realised a huge weight is basically dragging it off the table in the... Uh, Connector thing for this. Okay, it's a little what bit better. What is that? Yeah. What, what was <laughs> I think that? it was just about it fell off. Yeah, I don't know. That was Gary. Yeah. That, that was me smashing right. the X button on my PS4 controller. You must be playing <laughs> mini games. Mini games, you know? <laughs> mini games. <laughs> then mini games. Then mini games. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Right, yeah, I, I suppose we should talk about games while, while we're still. Here and nothing's going wrong. Yeah, we've got uh, a, that, that would be a good idea. Uh, we have uh, New Resident Evil is on the horizon very, very soon. Uh, now, uh, speaking of today, it's what it's on the night, so yeah, about eight days just over a week. We'll find out exactly what it is. We kind of already somebody let it whoops, yeah. and uh, let out. All I want to say is, nails. all I want to say is, I didn't know Dane got a new job. Japanese Twitter account for Biohazard, aka Resident Evil, uh, announced a new Resident Evil game for the Tokyo Game Show opening, uh, which is September 10th in Japan, September 10th in the US and Europe. Uh, the game is codenamed Project Resistance and will be on PS, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, now, it had been heavily rumored before that this would be a four versus one player title. There had been a few test runs out there, first in Japan, now in the US, to sort of back that up, because, you know, you don't get that much testing done by public mm -hmm. sort of game. Which means um, it could also be very soon, the release might be coming sooner than we think. Mm. Hell, it might even be... I... Yeah, I do think this is going to be like... What if it's going to be free yeah, to play? 
I'm sure that would work. I mean, yeah. I mean, will it though? Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. First, we'll say yes. It does look like it is going to be a four versus one player, or at the very least, a four player co-op because the thumbnails and showed four protagonists quite clearly. So you could take this many ways. Um, on the good side of things, it looks a bit more like Outbreak now too, in terms of having a team up thing like that against a common enemy. That could work, you know. Hilphonic uh, have shown that it can work too. You know, you have this big bad, you know, someone playing the big bad before people try get away from it and you've seen this year with Mr. X how he's become such a popular character again. Um, you, know, people, you could put him front and centre of, of that game and be like, yep, or even Nemesis. Wouldn't that be a laugh if the, the Resident Evil 3 Nemesis remake is just the... Is just you being <laughs> Nemesis hunting people? I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Not a bad idea. You're running um, around the rocket launcher blowing everybody up? I'll be honest, I want to play as Wesker Um, because he seems to survive everything, somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's a problem. That's a a problem other games have had, trying to make you these slightly overpowered sort of people. (laughs) Umbrella called Operation Raccoon City that uh, sort of mentioned two of them. Yeah, so that is obviously the downside. Capcom do not rate history with multiplayer based Resident Evil games. And as we said, two of the recent so two epic decades, I should say, have been those two, Operation Game City and Umbrella Courts. And no matter what anybody tells you, neither of those games are very high on the list of Resident Evil titles. Um, in fact, 25 titles so far, so about 25, we're thinking, in that regard. But, on the other hand, Capcom has turned it all around with Resident in recent years, in the last couple of years, so maybe it's the next step in that redemption story. With them, here you go. We're now going to make a really good multiplayer Resident Evil title by using. And you know, if this is like could be, and one of you is the big bad, and the rest of you trying to survive, that's tapping into the right part. Evil, not ninja, SWAT guys, or what is basically some weird Call of Duty type, but is it sounds at least a little what we should get if we're going to do it. What do you reckon, Gary? How do you take this? Um. Well, obviously this is, these images look pretty real at this point. Um, you can't say this was fan-made. Uh, whether it's from their game or not is another story. Uh, obviously, most definitely is. I would I would rather have this be like outbreak, um, four people yeah. trying to get through a mission, going through different locations. I don't want it to be like a Left for Dead or games like that where it's more fast paced. I want like the Resident Evil Two remake style, but with outbreak mechanics. Yeah, and I, I've said for a while now that I wish they would have remastered Outbreak File One and Two on the PS4 or even on the PS3 when it came out, so we can finally enjoy those games with the network functionality that we have. Because back then it was dread, and yeah. you also didn't have to wait like three minutes to go from one door to another. 
which was a big problem with that game. <laughs> and, it, and it actually shipped with, and it actually ships with internet capabilities in some countries this time. And uh, yeah. just launching an online game option. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would definitely like that more of a slow-based Resident Evil like Remake 2 was rather than a fast-paced yeah. one. Uh, but I as think, far yeah. as as far as having like you know four versus one, uh, I think it would be cool if they were able to do it like the same way like you're playing like an outbreak where you're still trying to get through the level yeah. with random yeah. monsters and NPCs, but one person is uh, Mr. X or a nemesis or tyrant, yeah. and yeah, yeah. They are it would have to be like that. It would have to be like that because um, otherwise it would just be very make that work you have to have zombies and stuff mm -hmm. and it just it would make sense yeah and I and mean, and, I, and like you said yeah. they haven't had the best track record with multiplayer i i felt outbreak was a good attempt with what they had technology wise um but obviously they knew that their multiplayer wasn't good enough in-house you know they try to pass it off to western developers with yeah. umbrella core and Raccoon City, Operation Raccoon City, and it didn't work out well for them. So hopefully, they're they're they're, they're going to be able to do it right this time. I want them to do it right, and it's clear that now they they've realized that instead of having a game that suits everybody, have two different games that suit a specific player. Whereas Evil Two Remake obviously is for the traditional Resident Evil fans, and this one is probably going to appeal more to the people who like the mercenaries modes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. The very action-oriented fans of Resident Evil. So I think this is the better way to do the Resident Evil games than to try to make everybody happy in one game. Yeah. And while still keeping on top, you know, and making sure it stays totally right is important. Um, so, Ben, I, I would say you do you think that you could look to the success where Capcom has urged Monster Hunter World as a, a template for helping create this sort of four-player Resident Evil? That, that again has those games have a, that game has an ecosystem, you know, of smaller enemies and bigger and the big main ones. It's not too hard to sort of imagine them getting some input from that team, thinking in how to create this, maybe. Maybe, I mean. Monster Hunter World does have that small that style of gameplay in a way with the the small amount of characters versus a big monster. I mean, there are other yeah. monsters, but your main goal is to go after the big bad. Um, yeah, I feel like they That's might it. have asked some got some help, especially with the coding for the multiplayer from the Monster Hunter World staff, um, yeah. which would be good. Also, Gary, there is a piece yeah, of software. Uh, I, I can't remember the name of it. Rhymestyle uses it for some stuff that allows you to play. Old PS2 games online. No less. Um, I'm gonna have to look online how you do it exactly, but basically using it, it lets you play the offline co-op, offline versus, but it it makes it play online so the other person gets player two. Interesting. So that might work for the old Outbreak games, maybe. I don't know how they played. Yeah, because a lot of people couldn't really enjoy the Outbreak games because. 
if one person had a better internet connection, they're way gone, and you're still stuck on the loading screen trying to get from one door to another. Wow. And oh, it <laughs> Back then, it was amazing what you could tolerate back then to make it oh, work. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, I was lucky it was in a house decent internet. I had 56k modem when I first setting started. It up, setting all that up was a nightmare. But I don't think I'd ever have got that kind of effort for any games and just get all that set up just, just to have Resident Evil that fashion world. Not even Maybe. just that, but also it, the fact that, you know, as soon as you got a phone call, it went offline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I used to make sure it was evening times because yeah. tend to be less calls. Uh, Hell, I remember in England yeah. where most of the companies would charge you per minute. It's stupid. Oh. Uh, oh. I think my brother got to an age where he'd every night and it's just like, so it's we can play. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, I, I also feel this is kind of a surprise for this game. Yeah. I think I don't think anybody was really expecting them to be doing this. I think obviously yeah. all the rumors were they're doing Resident Evil 8 and even more rumors that they're working on Resident Evil 3 Remake now. Uh, I don't think anybody was really expecting this, which again makes me wonder if this is in-house or if they outsource this to another developer. It might just be a pet project that some of the development staff were doing in the spare time. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it, it could be an experiment. It's, we'll yeah. see, I suppose. The problem, we had this with Resi 7, it's like, where for ages, it was like, what's coming next, what's coming next, what's coming next, and then just nothing heard, and then it was like, just a few months before the game comes out, and it's like, yeah, there you go. It's out That's now. It. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, though, like, if it's coming out now, it's going to be a bit rough, because it's that time of year. That's why I feel like it's got to be discounted. Yeah. If it's going to be full price, it's going to... Even if it's really good, it's going to yeah. be against all I... the big hitters, like Borderlands. Well, look... look. Uh, you only have to look at the last two attempts, last two January times or early year times. Yeah. We've done Monster Hunter and Resident Evil 2, and they've done well by releasing it in that quiet period. I reckon yeah. January might again hit. If it is more yeah, but now you gotta, you really gotta look at it. I think January through March is just as packed as the holiday season. Is. Oh yeah, but I think you can, so, now with the goodwill, the goodwill you've got, you could yeah. probably sell a good a multiplayer Resident Evil game at that point you know, better than you would at any other point of the year, bar maybe October. Even then, risky unless you're not going free, you know, yeah. to start. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm curious to see if they'll show any gameplay because this clearly looks like it's taken from a CG trailer. Um, it's clearly the engine that they've been using. Oh, the RE engine is, yeah. I think, one of the best engines I think I've seen this generation. So, oh, yeah, and it proved adaptable with, with yeah. Double Micro 5 as well. It just, mm -hmm. it, it just made it look gorgeous on that game too, despite being a very different style. So ironic think when you get think back to you know, the Devil May Cry origins of being off Resident Evil's engine. Yeah, it's then. kind of a twist that uh, a Resident Evil engine became Devil May Cry after Devil May Cry was Resident Evil in a way. Yeah, and now we're having it all over again. Like and then the wasn't Resident Evil based on Goof Troop? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember I... the original Resident. I think it was Resident Evil where the original engine was based off a Goof Troop game. 
I think it was Resident Evil. Was it Resident Evil or Silent Hill? One of them. I think it's Silent Hill. I just find it funny that Goof Troop became a horror game. <laughs> Gorsh? <laughs> Gorsh darn that. Yeah, I, I, I am surprised they're announcing before Togo Game Show, though. Well, it's because it leaked. Yeah, I mean... Because of what? Because it leaked. No, no, they announced it. They oh, announced true. it. They officially, but it's a screenshot. Yes. Because um, they got found yeah, well... in a... Well, yeah, but they're 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 showing the the teaser trailer on September 9th. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm yes, surprised yeah. it's yeah. not during Togo Game Show that they're doing it. All right, yeah, it, I think it's to kick it off, isn't it? It's like here's your big thing. Yeah. Week. When is Tokyo Game Show? Uh, it's, I think it's 12th, 13th, properly, isn't it? When yeah. it's well, if it's a teaser, then they might. Like... I'm gonna guess it's gonna have some gameplay done. So chances are the teaser's gonna be a CGI trailer, and then they'll they'll be like. Gameplay at Tokyo yeah. Game Show. Well, yeah, they've they've got it running on the show floor at Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, it starts September 11th and it goes until the 15th. Yeah, so, so Wednesday ten, through Sunday. Ten, yeah, technically, of course, uh, this happens on the 10th in Japan. So yeah, while it's the ninth here, it will be the 10th there. So it's only the day before. It's like that whole day before games yeah. just had. All I know Just is the only thing I'm really excited for is Final Fantasy XIV at Tokyo Game Show. You know why? <laughs> why is that? It's because it's going to be uh, Yoshi P and Yokotaro on stage. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That's what I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taro's come out as a special guest for Final Fantasy XIV's um, patch notes. So. I hope it's not too hot in there. That mask is going to be uh, kind of hard to breathe through. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure he's got renewed focus now. He's probably got a cooling system in there. A decent platinum game. Well, there is a rumor that uh, I guess the president of Platinum Games said Yokotaro's next project should be announced soon. So, Tokyo Game Show most likely. Yeah, I mean, next multi format needs to be announced, really, doesn't it? That one, the people are not very happy. God, if they announce all these games for next gen, it'd be even better. You're gonna start. You're gonna launch a new system with like 30 games. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Plus, all the, the ability to play all the ones from before, so it's even better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right, we've got other news, so we, we better get to that. Um, PS Plus titles have, of course, been announced. We got Batman: Arkham Knight, underrated, and Dark Side is free. I wouldn't even say it's overrated, really. It's 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 just it's okay. Um, so on a personal level, yeah, we've had this discussion about Arkham Knight before on here, actually, where you know, the cut gets overblown, like it being bad. I played it on you know, downloaded it off the PS Now. Read, uh, yeah, cast off. To be honest, I think we just got people just got very caught their idea of what they thought it should be. And I don't I wasn't think a, that would have worked. I wasn't a huge fan of Arkham yeah. Knight. But I didn't, yeah. I didn't give it much of a chance, so I might give it a free, another download. Yeah, worth it. You know. Now, Dark Side so was free. I'm, it I'm excited yeah. for that. Yeah, that's the best price for it. Just saying. Unless it's Umbrella. <laughs> Gary's, like, muted because he's grating his teeth in anger now. 
Well, why? Why would I be doing that? Because you love Darksiders. <laughs> uh, I love the franchise, yeah. 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 So I, I wasn't that infused by Darksiders 3. Uh, just... Now it's free, free. <laughs> free. Free is free. So, um, Ben, looking forward to uh, then these two? Yeah. They're pretty decent games for free games. Can't complain. Well, yeah, I mean, people will complain, game. but... Yeah, yeah well, they've all, they've always moaned about that. You're getting a brand new game, technically. Yeah. Yeah, a game that came out in the last eight, nine months. The problem is that people so don't complain, really complain, oh, I only bought that game so-and-so two days ago. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame like that. But hey. Yeah. That's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> um, Gary, I'm guessing you've probably got both these, surely. Uh, yes, I do. And I enjoy both of them very much. I actually think it's a very good one. Um, I... I even though I feel Arkham Knight, you can get, like, the big bundled Game of the Year edition of that game. It goes on sale constantly for, like, $10. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, you're just getting the base game, which is still fine. I mean, it's a meaty game. There's content in it. Um, yeah. I mean, it means you can go and get the DLC cheap one when it comes on sale again. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. That's what I wanted to do because I, I I never got around to the DLC for that game because I, I reviewed it before that came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, time flows and you just don't get back to these things sometimes. No, you don't. Uh, so yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, Arkham Knight is, I think it's a pretty good game. Uh, I didn't mind the car driving mechanics as much as other people did, um, but you know it's fucking Batman. It has one of the best melee combats to this day, in my opinion. Um, yeah. a standard in, at this point. Uh, and there, there are some amazing bits in that game as well. I think oh yeah, that, that just don't get mentioned because it's just ridiculous. It just it really deserves better than that. I think it was just it came at a point where everyone was just angry that any game that came out because it was what they consider a lean time. I still amazes me back to this now that people were whinging about the line the games in 2015 and yet most of those games are now considered games of the generation you get <laughs> stuff like Blood, bloodborne and the witch are free and it's like people really gave and gave that year a, shit, a lot of shit <laughs> 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 and it's weird to, to really think about it because yeah arkham knight was a ps4 game and it's like it's forgotten what was the what though? what was that what was that? I, sorry, I didn't hear I, I said Arkham Knight was a PS4 game, and it's like people yeah. don't even remember that it came out on the PS4. Um, yeah. Maybe because it's been so long since Rock City released anything, bastards. Come on. Yeah, only four years now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Arkham Knight is, is a great game. Uh, I'm happy people get to finally enjoy it. Uh, Darksiders yeah. 3 is definitely a big surprise. Uh, that is a fairly new game um i know thq nordic have said that the game sold very well for them it sold over their projections so why not give it free i mean they need money to buy more studios i guess i don't know Uh (laughs) i suppose suppose also it puts awareness out there about the franchise with that new spin-off coming and yeah with genesis coming out yeah 
Um, but obviously, this is Gunfire Games' I think like first title, I believe it was, since they were established. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, Darksiders Three obviously wasn't on par with, with the last two games, but I felt it was it was a decent game. It's not terrible by any means. No, uh, it was just like very okay, and I think there's been a lot of that this year where there's been a lot of games that are just okay, which in any other year is fine. Probably give those games seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now you know with the patches and everything, hopefully people will be able to have a better experience than some people did at launch with with Dark Souls yeah. Three. And so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a few games this week that have this week that problem, issues and stuff that you just kind of just they're going, please, 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 just maybe just take your time, please, the game a little bit, just so fix them for the reviews. People don't have to have that caveat and then may be made to look stupid to him and say it would be fixed it with a patch. And it's just, just that. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird because, you know, THQ Nordic really didn't give Darksiders 3 a lot of development time. Uh, I personally feel like they announced it and I think like eight months later it released. Uh, yeah, and yeah, people I mean, were happy <laughs> we're getting Darksiders, but then you, you will get a game like Biomutant which was announced, yeah. I think, three oh. years ago. <laughs> and it was supposed to come out. Yeah, it was supposed to come out last year. And then it didn't. And I still haven't really seen any new footage of it yet. So clearly they're giving this developer more time. Why didn't they let Gunfire Games have more time with a franchise that's clearly bigger than Biomutant, has brand new two, IP. Obviously Biomutant has two and a half people working on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, We've got the, dozens, the dozens, dozens of us. <laughs> uh, it's hard to do that about some games. You, you forget sometimes just small teams. Yeah. You know that. So, yeah. But it's annoying all the same issues go. But, hey. yeah, no, I, I think it's a pretty good lineup for September. Yeah, I mean. It's a shame that they choose to do such a good lineup when all the other games in the world, you know. Right. <laughs> but, you know, they're not, it's not really about play. It's a case of, well, there's a reason to download them and play them. It's a bit quieter. So that should be the idea of any of these. Or even just to, uh, okay, um, I'm not going to play them now. I'll add them yeah. to my library. Yeah, and that's then it. Christmas then time, off. when everyone's doing Christmas, I'll play them then. Screw everyone else. I'll, I'll be honest, there are games in recent in the last year or so where I, I've looked for my library. When did I get this? <laughs> I forget that they were on Plus. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Uh, the rest of the time, it's like I already reviewed that, or I already bought that. Yeah. Amazing. More games than ever out there these days, and yet more times than ever I find we got PS Plus games. It's an odd one. There you go. Uh, Borderlands 3 put out its roadmap because there's not been enough information out there about uh, only 20 billion videos, uh, 600 special editions, <laughs> a special pizza made in its honor, and God knows what else. Uh, but now they are telling us all the content that we will get, the content, the pure content we will get in 2019 full winter content calendar. Uh, we will get the Bloody Harvest event, 
which is a free content update. Spooky activities. Uh, unique event awards. Then it's the Malawan takedown. Again, free content. An all new map, challenging new enemies. Takedown, new boss. Earn powerful rewards. And then an as yet unannounced DLC 1, which is including pass. A new campaign added details announced and it will go obviously beyond that anyway but that, that's what we're learning there's going to be a lot of content for this game we're going to try and which to be fair you know for all the bad things going on around gearbox randy pitch oh my god there's only one bad thing going around around it and it's affecting that um, he's he's <laughs> yeah he's such a bad thing that he sort of permeates out to become multiple bad things he's like uh trying to think of the comparison there, but he's just he's in infection, I think is the best way of saying it. Um, yeah, so it's a I kinda wanna name the podcast that Randy Pitchford. What? It's kinda like him on infection. <laughs> Bye <Bye-bye>. wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pose the question, does Randy Pitchford have syphilis or is he syphilis? Oh my god. Uh, Maybe he started it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. He is patient zero and the very virus <laughs> itself. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, yeah. I'm excited but for Borderlands 3, so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not as excited as Alfonso, though, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like major hype. Yeah. It's not hype of the, oh, hype of the year, right? <laughs> the, most, the, year. Yeah. the most hyped game. Sorry, Alfonso, we still love you. <laughs> <laughs> One of the sad things, though, is I that. One of the main reasons I'm hyped is because one of the YouTubers I watch online is doing the voice of one of the characters. And I really hope he tries oh. to find a way to sneak um, like voice lines into the game. Is that Pro ZD? Yeah. That yeah. 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 That, that's a good thing about it. That's for sure. And, you know, yeah. I really enjoy the Borderlands games. And it's a game I, a series I play with my mate every time. And that's been cool. I'm away the weekend it comes out, so that instant puts me at a disadvantage. Yeah, it, it's hard to be as hyped as uh, just because it's just exhaust information they're putting out. Can we just discover this stuff for ourselves, please? Uh, you just half expect the game to stop in the middle. Randy Pitchford turns up in the game to show you his magic tricks, and that's it. If Randy Pitchford is in that game, and okay, first off, if I buy, and if Randy Pitchford is in the game, I will return the game immediately. I'm just yeah, saying that. That's right fair now. enough. I, that's fair no. enough. No, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, like I said, the roadmap stuff is pretty much a given thing with Borderlands as a series. There's always been a pretty healthy amount of content that's come out afterwards, even the first game. Had a lot of good DLCs. The Borderlands 2 had brilliant DLC for the most part. So, yeah, looking forward to it in that sense. I just hope it doesn't keep being as oppressively there as it has been. What about you, Gary? Be uh, like obvious feelings. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's, it, it's hard for me because I, I don't hate the studio. I just hate the man who's in charge of the studio. And... It's it, it's sad because, you know, obviously if the developers there have problems, they're not going to speak out about them because that's their boss. Um, but 
a weird inverse of here, Kojima and Kojima Productions, isn't it? Where there, you don't kind of mind that he's the figurehead and no one ever talks about anyone else that works on his games, <laughs> despite there being a good <laughs> chunk of people. Yeah. And yeah, here it's, yeah, it's the other, you just wish they bloody would talk about someone else instead of Randy, Randy Bitch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, Borderlands 3, you know, I got to play it uh, at an event and I did enjoy it. It was a fun game. It was Borderlands, like not much yeah. had really changed it just became it was more streamlined and it was a lot smoother it. uh and it felt more yeah. like I mean, like like a real shooter rather than i'm gonna unload six clips into one guy until he loses half his health it wasn't like that this time um I was, that was me about to say well borderlands 2 holds up quite well <laughs> it holds up well for what i like <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just feels more what word am I looking for? I guess more ready for release. I don't know. Like it, just, it just feels like they finally honed the, the craft of the franchise. Um, yeah. And there, there's a lot there. Like I, you get to drive the vehicles, even though I think the vehicle controls needed a lot of work. Um, it was still fun. Never been at no point. No. Uh, it, it was still fun, and and that's really all you kind of want from the vibes is that it's fun. And yeah. it was. And obviously, they have a lot of plans for the future. Borderlands 3 has been a long time coming uh, for, for a lot of players who have loved the franchise for so long. So, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. Seven years. Yeah, which is a lot longer. That's a long, long time, considering it was only what years between the first and the second. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they, they, took, they even took the time to release new DLC. Borderlands 2 and released it, what was it, two months ago, just yeah. to prepare for this. Um, That's pretty cool. And it yeah. Yeah, was a good excuse to go back to Borderlands 2, and, which uh, brought back very far as a game. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so let, let's move on because we've got other news to do. We can't spend all Randy because <laughs> As much as Randy would like us what? to talk about it. Uh, this is one magic show that is not. Na, 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 na. Um, I would mention the Cyberpunk stuff. Didn't watch it. Uh, Gary, care to, to elaborate on what you saw? Um, sure. Uh, so it, it was kind of like them showing you how you can get through a mission the three different ways, I guess. Um, hacking, uh, brute force, or uh, there's some other one, but I didn't really care too much about the third one um but you know it's it's hard for me to say just how great the game is going to be because as i was watching it i felt like i was watching deus ex already yeah um it it looks and it looks as if it plays just like that game um even when when they're showing off, like, okay, you can go brute force. And I was like, okay, let's see how this works. And, like, the guy just has, like, this huge Gatling gun. And he's like, oh, now you can really be the Terminator. And he's, like, walking around with, like, a Gatling gun just mowing dudes down. It was pretty cool to watch. But it also looked very bullet spongy as well. <laughs> yeah. I think it's um, the whole open world RPG style. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, if it does well, maybe that make Square pull the finger out and say, yeah, we'll do a third Deus Ex. 
that trilogy if you just, you know, finish that story. Yeah, it, it would be nice. But, like, the hacking portion they showed off now, and I'm watching it, it looks really cool. But as I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I kind of don't have the patience for this. Because every time you try to go the hacking route, you're doing this big-ass puzzle for something that I can just shoot through. Uh, <laughs> um, but, I but it, in that regard. Yeah. yeah, so, like, it was cool and all, but I just feel like we've already played this game. And I know it's CD Projekt, and a lot of people have a lot of faith in that developer, and, and that's good, because I have a lot of faith in that developer as well. But... Which is... I, doesn't it feel like it's misgiving like, that to have so much confidence because they did one game and did some good things? Good, you know. That that's maybe yeah. Be it. Because you know, go on about the earlier which games at all really. In fact, they're very clumsy, ambitious. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they aren't. They aren't good. I'd say in any way. And you know, I I don't which are free no matter how many times I try, but. I appreciate what it does. You're I don't the only know. one. Be... I've, I've tried to play Witcher 3 a few times. And yeah. I, I like it's a game, it, but cool. it's just not my game. Yeah. It's just the wrong kind. Put it this way. I bought it again recently. And I know reviews and things come in and you have to do that anyway. But I just I played so many other different games instead. I mean, Jesus, I played more of Fallout 76 than I did Witcher 3. <laughs> <laughs> That that's how it goes, you know. Which is yeah, Fallout 76 is fine, so no mm. problems. Just, but yeah, it, I just wonder if it's they're expecting a lot. Probably hoping that there's, you know, both in media and in terms of consumers, who are just so happy to have this game from this studio they love. Yeah. That one game. And and and, and, and again, yeah, watching it, I just felt like. I think they were showing this gameplay that they showed from a console perspective. And it, to me, it did not look nearly as good as anything they've shown before. Um, that's why I believe it was from a console, because clearly they're not getting the same graphical edge that they would from the PC. Um, yeah. And I'm sure you've seen a lot of the pictures from uh, especially Keanu Reeves' character. They're like... There's been a lot of tweets about it now, about how bad it looks. <laughs> Probably, they, oh. they really shouldn't have set themselves up so high with that, because it was like, it just never felt possible. Never did it fit. The, the things they were showing, not on hardware they sold, on sold especially. Yeah, and, and they showed off like this part of the city where it's like pretty much the slums, like uh, yeah. the buildings there aren't really constructed all the way. And there is this thick fog in the outside area where you can't see nothing. And I'm like, obviously that's because they can't show it to you because it'll ah, man. it'll you kill the frame rate. <laughs> how hilarious is it that the height of ambition 20 years later is to do what silent? <laughs> yeah, just... right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that's crazy. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not going to say that what I saw was bad by any means. It, it looked no. fun, but I, I will say that I've already done it in a game that I very much loved with Deus Ex, Human Revolution, yeah. and Mankind. And I loved, yeah, I loved its little boxes, you know, its little worlds, do some stuff in. 
rather than mm. this big sport taking it to a big open world i don't maintain that closeness i think even well may lord the witch free but what it does right in terms of in depth and all this it still feels very loose and open it's, it's still an open that's yeah. why we're all stuck um yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I feel like it is too ambitious, and I feel like it should have been a next gen game rather than releasing it on this gen. Um, yeah. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I am very surprised that it is coming so soon. But I think, yeah, they've got so much goodwill. <laughs> yeah, they will. Um, right, what else do we have? Uh, we learned what the next. Dark Pictures game is. Uh, Man of Medan came out this week, and you can unlock the teaser trailer next because this is an eight game anthology. Wow, they should have stopped that one. Next. I'm going to be honest with you, man. <laughs> well, well, we'll get into that, but um, not yet. Um, so, yeah, uh, basically, it's going back to the woods, so to speak, and Looks like it's a bit witchy, occulty sort of thing in a small town called Little, which is the title of the game, it seems. That you can see in the game, you can see what I need to do to stuff. Um, yeah, so it's arriving next year. We know that for sure because they are trying to release one half a year ish. Um, we will see. Uh, the uh, site Rely on Horror did do a good bit of investigating about this about be about, um, and found that you know the town of Little Hope, um, and where because these are all supposed to be based on you know actual urban legends things in the US, and there are two places that have the similar name that have these weird ghost stories things like that, and one of them interestingly has a, a wendigo based thing about it which you know considering until dawn of course has a wendigo um yeah be interesting we'll, uh, link to that might not be that at all we don't know but you know it, it's very possibly similar but it would explain why they didn't start with this game with this next game because you know that would have been very similar hey we're in the woods and there's a wendigo that would be Pretty much until dawn too. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I very much enjoyed Mamadan. I had. It's a great multiplayer game. It does. Looking forward to more and stuff in the woods in horror. It's big. I I am happy. Um. Gary. Yes. What about you? What 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 say you on this one? Um, that was fine. I mean, I, I haven't played the first game. Uh, I don't know if these games are supposed to be connected to each other. Um, in a loose sense, they are basically like mashups of different subgenres of horror in each one. So, like, uh, Man of a Day. Well, like, the, the characters don't have connections. Oh, to no, no. Yeah, well, so. Not, yeah. Not the, the only, uh, yeah, the, the curator is basically like the host, like in the Twilight Zone sort of thing. He is oh, nice. the connecting character. He's the connecting character between each story. So yeah, he okay. curates these stories, and it 
similar to the Until Dawn thing, where you know you had that psychologist bit, yeah, commenting on what you do, and he does the same, and often he's a bit more playful and sarcastic about it. <laughs> yeah, so in that regard, it they're each going to do something slightly different. They don't seem to be connected very closely. But I think saying um, the intro to the game where you have like a credit sequence. Um, each, they have these pictures which hint at stuff like this. And there was definitely stuff that hinted towards this. So yeah, there's probably the answers for the rest of the franchise mm-hmm. coming up. But yeah, uh, I mean, the, Man of Madame was um, home invasion a boat meets a ghost ship story, but not it seems sort of thing. So this could be a blend of something witchy and yeah, the big footy Wendigo's or legend bit of match. Mm-hmm. Carry on anyway. Yeah, so um yeah, well in that case then uh I I'm upset that they released this trailer or it got leaked I should say. Uh because it came out before the game actually even came out, the first one. Uh yeah. which which really did upset me. But Yeah, this is a the problem they got away with that posting it because it wasn't covered by embargoes. Video no. embargo stuff, which they probably should have thought about before. Yeah, probably. So maybe that's the way they, uh, they haven't done anything official on it. Yet. <laughs> uh, uh, my fear, my fear though, uh, is my fear with a lot of games that have the this type, of, where they announce it as multiple games, and that's a very dangerous thing to do. I believe because you're. Yeah, because <laughs> you're, you're, you're in no way, shape, or form guaranteed a sequel unless it's in the writing, if it's right. in the contract right. of some kind. If this game does not sell well, all we're going to have is a trailer, and the second game was never going to come out. Uh, I will. I, I couldn't provide a fair bit of background because this is my fault. Uh, I've got a lot of background with this. Um, yes, so they have five or six of the eight games in various stages of development when they were making Man with Anne still. So, you know, they, they are already pretty much making my in a fairly quick turnaround. This is a project they've been work, working towards since four until dawn. You know, they, they always intended multiplayer. They were always an anthology that had a basic concept for every single game. Mm-hmm. So, Bandai Namco, I believe, have signed up to have this entire franchise relief. My only concern here is obviously this is going to cross into the next generation. And there you have the problem, well, do you release PS5 with Scarlet versions and then have half your, I mean, people who still collect physical media, that's a problem. You could have, you could have half your franchises on a more powerful console, half it's not. Yeah. And how far into a generation do you still make PS4 copies of something if it's not selling that well? You know, it's like I know it's cheap, which in each I think each game is about twenty to twenty-five, and because they're a shorter experience. So, but yeah, it, that's gonna be a tricky one to come down the road. But maybe they'll offer some sort of upgrade pro- program plan for it. We'll see. Bandai Namco. You, you mean this is one of those games where I can't just wait all eight games to come out and just buy the collection? No, they're all like, they are standalone titles. It, this is the thing. It's not yeah. episodic. No, they're I know, I know. I, I'm just saying like, you know, Game of the Year edition, whatever. 
Oh, yeah. I reckon they will at the end of it. They'll, they'll yeah. have PS5 and that. They'll have a box set, and I hope it's a really good box set because it's something I'd love to have. <laughs> I think if they do it I'm right. sure it will. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it, it will be very good. But but yeah, um, no, th- yeah. that's really my only fear. Um, I I can tell that these games are pricey because it's a shit ton of mocap, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of writing, a lot of voice acting, um. So yeah, yeah. I think the thing is, it gets forgotten. Supermassive are quite a small studio. I think they had most yeah. of the tech they carried over from Until Dawn, so that probably doesn't cost them as much as it would have. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't have any people to pay to do the job in the first place, and they all know what they're doing, that probably helps too. I, I think. And signing this deal with Bandai Namco to make this, you know, <laughs> you know, Bandai Namco, they'll throw money at anything for a while. <laughs> they love it. They're great. They do. They've got a blanket thing of just like, oh, there's there's some there's some franchises no one else has got. Let's make it into an anime it. battle royale style game. They buy that. They sell those a lot. No arena fighter. Sorry, that's what I mean. An anime yeah. style arena fighter. Let's we forget they are publishing cyberpunk and you know, things like that. Yeah. So they'll, they'll I think they'll be all right. Money wise, you know, if one or two fail here and there, others will do better. Those anime games you were just talking about, funny enough, yeah, you know, probably low cost to make, probably make a lot of money, you know, because people just buy them, like regardless. me, like you, where I get the review <laughs> copy and then still buy them anyway. <laughs> Looking at you, Dragon so, Ball, yeah, ma- so maybe that helps games like this where they can be a little ambitious, and you know, they've pushed it pretty far and hard. Um, I don't know if the star power will be there as much as it has. I mean, Sean Ashmore is the only real notable actor in Man of Medan. Other people have been in other things. Well, yeah, but, but like Until Dawn had a much stronger famous cast. Yeah, like the I mean, one sure, of the cast members won an Academy Award for crying out loud. No, the second yeah, the anti person. I mean, I mean, I mean, years later, to be fair. To be... Yeah, <laughs> but, true. Yeah, Hayden Panettiere. Yes, Hayden Panettiere. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yes, Pantone. Pretty. <laughs> All fun. I know is I remember the the scene in the game where she's in the towel. Of that's course. all I remember about about him. Of, of course, you would remember that scene. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about this game anyway in a bit when we talk about games because you know, it's one of the things I've played. Um. It's, uh, last thing, Disney Classics is yes! the thing. It, and we, we're getting the Mega Drive slash Genesis versions of The Lion King and Aladdin. Which is one of the best. Be yes, we're getting, we're getting the better versions. <laughs> to this day, to this day, whenever I sing uh, Prince Ali, it's always in the, thinking of the chip tune version of it and and just like that, dun 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 dun. As soon, <laughs> no, as, soon as I hear, "Do you want to be a Mighty King?" I sit in the corner crying, remembering the uh, the the tree level. I can't remember uh, what they were exactly, but it was the monkey. I think it was monkeys where you got to get thrown across the tree. It was with giraffes. You had to jump on giraffes. That's the giraffes. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I can never beat that so, yeah, level. It... Yeah. So it's a good year for. Disney re-releases now in that respect because uh, Mickey and Donald World Illusion is on the uh, Genesis 
classic yeah. as well, mini. Which is that next? Which is For those who don't know, those games were created by David Jaffe, creator of God of War and Twisted Metal. Which is why Mickey severs the head of Goofy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was wondering why Mickey had the like the, was after revenge against the gods of Olympus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need Tim here to do the impression. Oh dear. <laughs> so, and then he had a green reboot with his with his dog Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trying to, try to go up to the uh, top to to to, to 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 so that they can put away Donald's ashes. Anyway, it, it's great uh, that we get these ones. There are lesser versions of these games, and which we won't get. I think some of them have technically been released. The uh, Disney Afternoon Classic. Well, we get the uh, both versions, aren't we? Yes, we are. We get the this, the uh, not so good SNES version, and we get the Superior Mega Drive. And the Game Boy versions too. Wait, we get the Game Boy yeah. versions. Yeah. Of Aladdin, I think the Lion King is only the Super Nintendo. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin's got the the multiples. I thought Lion King had Mega Drive as well. Uh, ba da boom. See, I just done it head down. Boom, but uh, let me just check Disney Classic. Here's four. Sorry, just trying to look. Sorry. It's okay. Um. Right. Thanks for that really useful article there, Kotaku, where you don't mention anything about. There you go. No, you did. Sorry, I apologise. Uh, the package includes Sega Genesis and Game Boy releases of both games. Yeah. As well, oh, as, nice. the Super as well as the Super Nintendo version of The Lion King, along with special features to make the games easier to play for today's delicate young flowers. Uh, to, uh, well, to, be fair, <laughs> that, to be fair, that game was hard as nails. Yeah. I mean, it's the same features they had in the, the other retro games. Uh, they had in the, the uh, Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion one, didn't they? Where you could rewind stuff. And they had the, in yeah, the, I think and, they had uh, the Disney Classic bundle as well. Yeah, and the Sega Mega Drive Classics as well. Yeah. They did that. So it's a good feature to have. Because just some games you like. I mean, I, I could. I, for the Aladdin, I had trouble with the um, Cave of Wonder, you know, the um, the magic carpet level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And for, um, as I said, Lion King, it was always that stupid giraffe level. Yeah, yeah, mm. I mean. But then, to be fair, as a kid, I also had trouble with Sonic 3, so I can't say much. Anyone remember yeah, the Barrel just... of Doom? Yeah, I, sorry, I just think it's some of the stuff... I, I think of the age I was and the stuff I had problems with, and I look at my son finishing stuff like Dead Cells at the age of yeah. seven, just thinking, oh, I wasn't good at games, <laughs> by <laughs> comparison. I could not... No, I'm, never... so, I'm so happy, because now... All these people who tell me to get good, I can now tell them to get good at beating a fucking twenty-five-year-old game. See how oh, good man. they are. You know <laughs> Lion King will be because I'm telling the the Lion King was the Dark Souls before Dark Souls was a thing. <laughs> God damn it! I was just about to say that Lion King was oh, the okay. Dark Souls of gaming. 
God, you've done it now. That you've shows will now be the Lion King of gaming. No, no. <laughs> if they're going to tell me, oh, you just need to get good to beat Sekiro, all these other games, and I'm like, okay. huh, have you beaten the Lion King yet? They have it yeah, right now I, on your PS4. That still, to me, is one of the daftest comments I've ever had for giving Dark Souls 3 and 8 out of 10. I got told to get good. It's like, I finished it before it released. <laughs> I don't no internet that. help. <laughs> and I, in the space of just under a week, I think I got good. Thank you. No, I, I, to be honest, I don't <laughs> think that's the stupidest remark you've had. That's the, the the weirdest, but I think the stupidest one is when you did farming simulator review, and someone said, "I oh, you, you couldn't really do it because you're not a farmer." Yeah, uh, that still plays <laughs> on. Day. Uh, I, the, the, these days, uh, working on a site where the comments are always there, I, I just comments because. You know that there's going to be about 10 different ways people are going to say you've done something. Well, you know what? I can't do podcasts because I'm not a podcast. Yeah, you're not a podcast. <laughs> you are not audio. I have a visual element. You are well. audio. Yeah, you are audio, but you're also not audio. <laughs> <So> you can't. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that, that's, that, that's the line. Aladdin, I'm super stoked. That, I think, is one yeah, of the best like old school platformers. Um, and that magic carpet ride level could kiss my ass because, damn it, that shit was hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> but such a great game overall. Uh, I'm excited. I think it's cheap. Uh, let's put it that I way. I think they're going, they're going to be twenty nine ninety nine. That's good. Yeah. Okay, because I'll say I want it. Yeah. But if, if you say, oh, it's going to be forty nine ninety nine. Maybe I would pass. Yeah, and it, and it has cheat codes, the rewind feature, and yeah. an interactive museum. Has. So, let's see. And there's also price for, for Aladdin. There's it's actually a, for Aladdin. There's actually a level that wasn't in the game. Uh, the press demo that was shown at like conventions will be playable on Aladdin. Nice. So it's yep, content twenty nine ninety nine. Nice. Nice to I mean, the best thing about this, it's on the Switch, which is perfect. Yeah. Now you can throw your Switch across the plane as you're playing through the plane. Yeah, now, I, now I've just... <laughs> In the rain. Me thinking, oh, that's me thinking, I'll get it for the Switch. The kids will love it. And it's like, <laughs> I, 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 why is, why is I the, might want to finish that. Why is the plane crashing? <laughs> I want to finish that. Why is the plane crashing? Oh, our pilot is playing The Lion King on his Nintendo Switch, and he's very angry right now. <laughs> Man, we're in some turbulence right now. <laughs> Fucking... The PA, uh, the PA system comes on, and it's just it, this guy, pilot going, do, 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 do. I don't want to hear the fucking music again. Fuck off, fuck you. <laughs> they, they go, you should oh, give an update. So he goes, stuff's happening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, that that is indeed that. Good to hear they're coming. I'm sure it will be fun for all. Um, oh, back when movie-based games were good. And <laughs> hard as balls. Yeah. Right. So, um, I suppose we're on to that bit where we talk about games that we've been playing. I assume that's still a thing, isn't it? Uh, not no, as much, a... really. Yeah. No? What do you do no. normally? What, what's your format? Well, you've basically done our format. I've been trying to round it up for an hour oh. or so. 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I want, the, uh, okay, I want the song uh, to be longer because, yeah, we haven't had you for ages. So. Yeah, and I've got games to talk about. Yeah, we don't, I didn't have so, much games to talk about. I've been yeah, playing and I have questions about games to talk about. Oh, there you go then. There so, go, you know, it's a special week. Yeah. It's like, it's honestly one of the biggest weeks of the year in terms of come out, I think, already. Because, you know, who's it? So, Neil, what have you been playing? Well, what happened? <laughs> Question. I think at this point, where do we start? Uh, is that we would control trolls to start? So, it now feels like an age since I've nice to actually have time with a game which is bloody unhealthy things like that Control is very very good as games go despite having some really really shit frame rate uh, at times I mean and like I'm not talking like I we, I've said before I don't care about frame rate most of the time it can judder here and there it can do silly things I'm going to be thinking about it that much but it really does go bad. It just and it's consistent in where it goes bad. When things get really busy, and when you've paused the game and are the two things where the frame just dips. Now you can imagine you might pause in the middle of a heck fight. That's the worst time because then you have pretty much put yourself in a disadvantage. You're probably going to die at that point, which makes one of the later fights in that game. Yeah. Not fun, to, to say the least. But there is so much, so much good about that game that you end up pushing such problems to, to carry on because it's got great combat stuff. It is just like this weird X-Men Matrix-y type spin-off. You know, it's the most Matrix-y game that Remedy have done considering, you know, that, that was a whole selling point for the original Max Payne was it has bullet time, like in the Matrix. Um, but, you know, it won't be as good. And here it's like you've got all that and you've got a whole bunch of other stuff and you, you can just basically hurl rocks and fly and do shit like that. Yeah, it's cool. It's amazing. And then the story is super weird and the world building amazing. It, they just built this. It's a building. It's a building that doesn't you know, fit to logic or the laws of physics or architecture. And yet that's what what's great about it and it's a metroidvania so you come back to areas will change because the building shifts too it's a really interesting game to play for and there's just so much great about it i can't wait for you know the dlc stuff that we'll get because i'd like to spend more time with the, maybe they'll fix the frame rate then and i can go back and beat a couple of after game bosses that are absolute pain in the ass at this point to do because you need precision, and it's not always easy. So going crazy. Yeah. Um, so any questions about control? I want to keep the game. I want to keep myself away from the game as much as possible. So I don't think so, <laughs> because I do want to experience it for myself. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Everyone should experience it. I, I, there's so much I will not say, even now, because it just it's unfair and. Out of context, it doesn't make any sense. It's just, there's some... I, I, ironically, when they mentioned about Hideo Kojima having some weird cameo, in, which I hadn't caught at the time, I was like, there's sort of some of the stuff in it, he must have just come in and said, hey, 
can we do this? You should do this in your game. Because it just feels like Hideo Kojima at bright left. So now, <laughs> now I, know, I now know why he was so obsessed with following the game's progress and tweeting about it and stuff. Because, you know, he had his bit in it and he's also, it's got that kind of shit in it he's good at, which is nice. <laughs> I like the other developers doing that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Metroidvania that has those kind of meta weirdo bits, so it's probably the best at doing that since Arkham Asylum, I think, did that, you know, but way back in the day, where it had its weird uh, meta. But yeah, good game. Ben, did you want to know anything about it? Uh, not really. No? No, I haven't really looked into it, sorry. Yes. Um, over at Bloody Disgusting this week, we also interviewed Courtney Hope, who is uh, the star of the game, Jesse Faden. And yeah, a delight. A lovely delight. It's great. Who did you do the interview? I didn't get to. No, I got uh, someone else to do it, but uh, it was a bit short notice. and I had no time to think of a whole bunch of questions. You should go read it. It talks not just about that. It talks about she's a soap opera actress at the, you know, most of the time. And she was in Quantum Break as well, previous Remedy game. And yeah, she's... Very approachable, very nice. You gave great answers and stuff like that. We found out that she was very inspired by Vera Farmiga's character in The Conjuring uh, as a background to Jesse, and it was cool. Yeah, there was some really nice stuff out. Considering it was a very quick and in coming around for it. Yeah, I very much enjoyed that. We mentioned Man and Madame earlier. Again, another game that feels like forever because I've had it. <laughs> I had it before Gamescom. Anyway, we got the stuff. But obviously, I was playing Control more because that was more time. Um, and obviously, I played it back at the preview event back last in July. Uh, and yeah, it's just interesting. It, fasc- it fascinates me how much deeper it is with the the, the choice system um, than Until Dawn. I mean, it really, it's a trace back what you've done to the fates of characters and everything. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I have questions on that one, though. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so, an issue I had with Until Dawn, um, and it really affected my final experience with the game, is how the story went from one thing to something as drastic as what it went to. Um, Yeah. And I loved how what it was at the start you know with oh there's a serial killer he's hunting them and then it went completely off rails in my opinion (laughs) um does this game do that see yes it does but it does it in the right in the all the advertising has been to tell you i'm sure you know it tells you it's a ghost ship there's a ghost ship in it Mm -hmm. the the title of the game is the, the name of the ship but that's not the first half of the story this time. That is the back end of the story. This Before that starts, it's them going on the boat, their own little boat, to, to go, you know, they want to go diving and see this wreck that no one else has gone to and all this stuff. And when they do that, they piss off some pirates and they get involved. And so the first half turns into a bit of a home invasion story, which then leads them into this story aboard the ghost ship. So the ghost ship is like the, the finale area, you know, there's a bit, it still plays like about half the game. We're talking about four or five hours, you know, depending on how things go. 
because uh, they're shorter stories, which again, until dawn, far too long for me. It, 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 it just dragged in that bit, especially. And yeah, I, so I think they went the right way around it this time. Yeah, it's the ghost, the spooky stuff comes later, and there's the different kind of terror in that first way, where they're not relying on the supernatural, they're more relying on just the stuff like the strangers, things like mm -hmm. that, where it's like, you know, it's big bads coming to human bads and trying to escape them. So Which, uh, then it, it's shorter, I'm assuming, than Until Dawn was? Yeah. Yeah, then, like, hence the uh, reduced price, you know, where it's very much cheaper. What, what is the price? I think it's, like I said, in England, it's about 25, 20 to 25 pounds. So I think it's about $25 in the US. Oh, um, yeah, so, and there's replay value out the backside, you know, it is, you know, there are so many granular things that can happen that to change where you go and if a character makes it into that second half. But, you know, to make it to the actual ghost ship, you, do, you can have characters not make it to the ghost ship part the whole story which is cool in that regard you know and it frustrates me because because i missed time one button pressed in that first half it meant that my first playthrough i didn't make the characters surviving everyone else survived in the end but that one character who i was the only one at the preview event to save that character <laughs> in, in, in the demo. and then i fucked it up when i actually played it the next time i was like <laughs> annoying and i knew funny. what to do <laughs> It's by, but the fascinating thing going back to that preview was that when we were there, we were made to sit. We were on an actual boat playing it, oh, that's and cool. we were made to sit. Oh, yeah, we were sat. One group was sat at one end of the boat playing the game, playing online with someone from the other end of the boat. Yeah, you know, so yeah. we didn't know what their why they were making decisions, what they were doing it for, and then when it was all done and that, we came together. We had like tell with and we discussed you know what we saw and th what we saw was different and obviously we got to see different scenes depending on who you're playing at um it works out differently in solo play you get to see a certain amount of the game anyway uh, yeah and then you understand certain decisions like um early on there's clearly a mind trickery going on with the game where it's trying to make you attack someone the other person by using a bit you know trickery and i figured that out on my end but the other person clearly didn't so <laughs> they went ahead and killed my character and that didn't end well in that one but <laughs> it was fascinating it's fascinating to find that and i think that will work really well the two online no, there's the online mode which you can play with someone online uh, I think does it Joe, change the story if you play online or can you just... uh, yeah, because you will only be a certain character in a scenario, so you will miss uh... certain parts. Yeah, so you will miss certain parts of the story as a result. And I think that's the best way to play it the first time, is with someone else. Because then you just... Parts of the story just add an entire mystery to you. And then you come back to playing it on your own, or in local co-op, because up to five people can play together in local co-op now. And to find out all these things, you go, ah, oh, so that's what happens when you do that. But obviously, stuff can change again, depending on your decision-making. It's it's both, you know, it's refined that Until Dawn formula down you know, to a much shorter, more focused experience. 
I, I think in a way it maybe it ends a little too soon. Just no matter what you do. Uh, I mean, if it had ended when I thought it ended, that would have. It does like have an after credits thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah a really good experience. It's a good way to get it out of the gate and start this little mini franchise off. And yeah, I hope they sort of get more as they go and. Well, you sold frame me on the game. Issues. I kind of want it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's good fun. You know, he sold you on it the moment he said he sure <laughs> did. And remember, the best thing about a game like this. <laughs> Failing isn't, uh, there's no failure really, because you know, if you fail, the story just changes. You've fucked, you've killed more people instead of keeping them alive for the end, which is right. The end can come without any of them being alive. So that's, that's the way to see it. Um, yeah, good start. Great stuff. And like I said, for that alone, Ben, that's why you should enjoy it. it it's a, there's no pressure on beating it. Anyway, really, you can just do it happy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think oh, I was gonna say something about it. Yeah, Joe uh, was playing it. PSU was saying it just it wasn't until he played it afterwards that how he got how deep this system went. You know, especially when you played one. So it's like, it's just a strange thing. You really do have to play it to appreciate it. And multiplayer, it's the best way. Uh, frame rate had been a problem before launch. Again, another one which was annoying. They fixed it though for this game since then, so great. So that that at least is out of the way, and maybe next time when they do the next game. Um, the other game I reviewed for PSU this week, for, I came back and reviewed a game was Knights and Bikes, which is oh my god, if you could take a game and. And then and to squeeze its cheeks and go, oh, you're so cute, like that. That this is that game. It is just an adorable little co-op experience again. Um, but it just it just has that childhood feel, but it deals with some sort of adult issues like bereavement, grief, and you know, loneliness as well. And but it's also sweet. Like I said, it's like the Goonies in Thatcher era Britain, and that's great thing about it. It's like being a Scarborough Ben in the 80s, I'd imagine. 80s? <laughs> 20, 20, 80s 2010s? Scarborough. It's about the same thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah it, it's a lovely, lovely game. It, it's no surprise that Double Fine published it because it, it just feels very much like that kind of game. And it was made by X Media Molecule people and it feels like that too. If you ever wanted a game that feels a little bit like it was made by the people who made Dreams and Little Big Planet and Tim Schafer, that's your game. It's good fun. And, you know, pay for stuff by collecting stickers, worms, and dirt and stuff. That's, that's oh, the best that's real, I, <laughs> I brought you some dirt. Can I get some gas? <laughs> I, the crux of the story is that the main character, the little girl's imagination, is so vivid that she and her newfound friend can see stuff in the world they're making this little adventure about. I'll trade you two friend. worms for your sandwich. Yeah, they, they basically, <laughs> the money side of it comes into upgrading their bikes, where they, they can, and when they do it, they literally just dump all the stuff they found, like this rubbish, like, uh, onto the counter to pay for it. 
it's just I love that sort of mix of that and the imagination of them saying, oh, we're doing this and we're going on a quest to get this treasure to save this stuff. Oh. It's, it's a shame it released this week, you know, with everything else going, it just kind of got lost in the shuffle a bit, which is unfortunate. I think it deserves a lot more. Then it is very child-orientated, I think, as well, and family. It's a family game, without a shadow of a doubt. It's a game that lets you kick puddles and shit. So, it says a lot. Be expecting. God. Um, have I else? Probably. Um, nothing new. Well, I, other stuff I've played is PlayStation, like Blair Witch. And, uh, I want to know. I want to know about Blair Witch. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll assume <laughs> that this game will come to the PS4 at some point. Then. <laughs> okay. You can consider this. I know, Blair Witch, which ah. came out on PC and Xbox this week. Um, it's by the people who lay as a fear and observer. Um, I, I was saying the other day, it, it's both a disappointment and better than I expected. It, it's a weird one because it's a hard thing to do right, and also there's so many ways you could do it. And while it has a lot of Blair Witchy qualities and it does a lot of the stuff you like if you love the films you're like yeah that's great that reminds me of that it's not particularly scary it's got really shitty combat which revolves around just flashlight to keep enemy this ghostly enemy wait what are you fighting it uh well you don't really see it properly but the dog will growl and moan you have to basically point his flashlight in the direction he's looking at and catch whatever it is in the flashlight temporarily to stun it. But yeah, um, it has a really interesting mechanic of using a camcorder to go through the footage and find like a clue in it, which materializes it in the real, um, and therefore helps you continue your search for, for this young boy who's gone missing in the wood. But yeah, it does all the trippy blue team stuff, you know, you know, well, this is going weird, and you know, you feel like you're lo- you actually get manipulated. Words manipulated into being lost in the woods, uh, it, and being dark half the time, but not hard. And then obviously you find all those little stick pendant they make, and it's, it's an interesting ending, which I, it seems to have drawn very divisive opinion. Uh, if it's te- the most terrible thing the Blue team have done, or if it's the best thing they've done, I would point people to say that. The worst thing Blue Between before they made stuff like Layers of Fear, as Gary well knows, um, stuff like Crawl, all sort of stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, the worst end, sort of stuff. <laughs> oh, so but, uh, you know, is it yeah. like is it like a time game? Like, do you have a certain amount of time before you die in the first? Or no. no is no. is it just like a straightforward game? Like you don't have, you don't die and have to. Kind of like, the best way I would describe it is like, imagine Layers of Fear, yeah, what they did in that, and it's Firewatch, too. Yeah. Okay. You, you talk on a walkie-talkie deal with people about what your progress is. It's set in, in the uh, early 2000s, I think, so it's not long after the whole events of the film. Uh, the original know. or the one that released, like, three years the, ago? I, I think it's the original because the character has an old brick phone that plays Snake. Okay. Plays Snake on your phone. 
um, <laughs> which was like 10 out of 10. You can play Snake on your phone. In that game, can you do it? Yeah, yeah, you can play Snake. Oh my god. Mobile phone. <laughs> That's awesome. Bad boy. And the dog stuff is quite cool. It's like it, I think the biggest question we all have right now is the most important question. The, the yeah. question is, we'll turn it from a seven to a nine. Can you pet the dog? You can. You can pet the dog. the dog, yay! You you can even feed him treats. Oh my god, ten. I'll tell you in what, fact, if that dog dies, I will break my computer. Well, basically, you have to make sure you treat, treat it a certain way, and you'll probably be a lot happier, let's put it that way. Yeah, because I was really disappointed, because uh, yeah, yeah. I found out, sorry to change games, but Borderlands, yeah, uh, you couldn't pet the dog, because Flack has a pet dog, but there's no animation for petting. Oh. It just says pet, and then you what? look at it, and then it rolls over. All that money on trailers and stuff, and they yeah. can't be asked to do terrible. Randy Pitchford, you're yeah, a monster. I, I want just cut some of the weapons out, it's fine. If it means we get an actual animation of Flack petting the dog. Yeah, I, I, I would take a billion instead of a quintillion yeah. if you just let me pet Pet the dog. Or pet the other, yeah, he has pet. three different. Yeah, I want to pet the spider, pet the dog, pet the monkey thing. Just let pet me pet the, the animals. <laughs> pet the spider. <laughs> um, so, right, anything else on this game? Or any, anyone want to know anything else before we move on to the next game? Um, does it have any connections to the movies at all? Yeah, it it's canon. It, thing? Oh, it's canon. It's consider, yeah, it's considered canon. It's like, uh, it's not quite as in depth as those old PC game that old PC game that you was in terms of trying to expand the story. But it, it counts, apparently. It, it's really? canon to the original Blair Witch, but it's not canon to the 2016. Interesting. Is, is, is it a long game? Like five hours, ten hours? Yeah, it's about five to seven hours, give or take, depending on how lost you get, really. <laughs> it, it's good at getting you lost. Is it, an open, is it a big open world? No, it gives the illusion of that, because it's obviously in the forest. It's more open than Bloober's previous games, obviously, because it has that. But it does funnel you down certain tracks by making the dog take you, you know, because you're trying to catch the scent of this kid and you'll find stuff that helps with that. And the dog will lead you certain ways. And If the dog gets too far from you, it's, uh, you have some sort of PTSD that stops you, from, you know, functioning as a human. It's very Silent Hill-esque in a lot of ways in how your character is in terms of he's doing this to prove a point and try and make something in his own past and look you get lots of flashback scenes that happen it's a bit trippy and weird because it sort of meshes what's going on the flashback of what's going on in the real life so like the tv in the background will have the whole vhs camera thing of the camera going on and stuff it's yeah there's some pretty nutty stuff nice. it's, a, it, it's it's good, but I think it's Blue Team's best game. So, yeah. so I I'm a huge fan of Where Witch. Yeah. Like a oh, huge, the, huge, the original, the, the, even, even the newer made. I really enjoyed it too. Um, what I think that would no, help. knowing that I it would help. Okay, 
it'll make me enjoy yeah, it would, more. It would definitely, I, I, without a doubt. I think loving Blair Witch because again, Andrew uh, King viewed it for us and the um, uh, control interview. We hope, um, you know, he he didn't like it, but he's not that big a fan of Blair Witch. He likes the original film, not really watched the other stuff. He said, you know, it's like for him, it felt toothless uh, as a scary game, and it felt like it was just pandering to a bunch of classic. Blair Witch uh, oh. things. Oop. You were sounding yeah, a bit I like a robot too. for a second there. Yeah, I, I just heard the buzzing. I think it's just the same happened. Yeah, so he felt it was a bit iffy in that regard that it didn't do enough. I, I I tend to agree with him. I think it could do it could do a lot more what it has, but also it has some really weird stuff. If yeah, but 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 like Blair Witch. It never really does much of anything until maybe the last half hour. Um, yeah, but I think so... it sets it up well. You know, it, mm-hmm. I think again the problem with the game is maybe it tries to show you too much, even though it's not still not showing you a lot. It's still showing you too much. You know, I think again that's really hard to do a game. You know, not show you anything because it still relies very much on sort of an audio thing for you to sort of. You know, you'll hear those, the crackling of wood in the night and stuff like that, and the whispers and smack. That's great. Mm-hmm. That stuff is great. Like I said, if you love Blair Witch, it's just like you have to just try it. Okay. I think Game Pass has it on Xbox as well, so if you have an Xbox, an easy one to try it. Hopefully it does come to PS4. So it should. Is, how much is it? Is it a full-price game? <sighs> it's cheaper. I think it's like super cheap. Like, okay. What price is it? I didn't pay for it, so. Just rub it in, man. Yeah, but I had to play on PC, you know, so. It's, uh... It looks very nice, though. Nice wood. It, they just feel like very ordinary woods, which is exactly how they should feel. You know, feel special. And stuff, uh, stuff changes as well in the world in a good way, and it just feels wrong and weird. And that side of it for me captures Blair Witch. Just yeah, I just wish they dug into it a bit, done a bit. Would have been like wow, amazing, great stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, great game in that regard. But I, I think you won't be that disappointed. Well, good to know. Um, yeah, the only other thing I play is an old thing really now, which is uh. I got really into playing. Just my friend was has been going on with me for years to sort of get it so we could play it together. But you know, plan and done all this shit multiple times. PC. He loves it. Wait, what game is this? Diablo Three. Oh okay. Yeah. So you know, he 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 mentioned it on sale this time. <laughs> and I think it's because um, I think it's because Final Fantasy XIV has similar sort of uh, button inputs for stuff. Maybe that's sort of got into that sort of style of play. But yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, it's relaxing. And get along with that. Not much more to say on it, really. It is what it is. It's a game. Yeah. I could go back weeks now with gameplay, but I think we'll be here for a long, long time. <laughs> but I, I will at least give a quick mention to 
Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is definitely one of my favourite games to have this year. Yes. Just like, it, it turned out to be a game that my wife wanted to watch me play, which is, you know, they're rare games of that. Uh, she's watched me play stuff like Layers of Fear and Uncharted 4. This is, you know, obviously a very different game in that regard. It's lovely. It was, it was nice to go through that entire experience and have reason to play it. And I didn't have to review it or anything, so it was just nice. It was good. I say second to secure this year in terms of oh, this year. Great, great stuff. Um, and just to point out, I know it's a Switch game. Astral Chain so far has been. Um, but yeah, was that? That was that. That was everything from. I think so. I suppose we better round it. Do you all agree? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Ben. I, I think he fell over. Ben, are you okay? Bear Witch got him. No, I had I got a phone call. Oh, okay. Oh, it sounded like you fell fell out of your chair or something. Uh, <laughs> something might have yeah. happened. Is it the Blair Witch telling us we're gonna get done for slander? <laughs> it is. They're like yeah, stop talking about Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, ben, yes. Where can the people? Where can the people find in the online space? Uh, you can find me at mgr mm. underscore chili. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah, that's where you can find him. Gary, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at gaglaush. That's g a g l a u s h. Fantastic. You can find me at Nezko, that's N-E-Z-Z-K-O on the Twitters, and you can find me over at Bloody Disgusting, of course. Horror game-based stuff over there, some of which we've mentioned tonight. Um, thank so you send them scary but... pictures, everybody. You like scary pictures. <laughs> like, uh, as long as you like, do it right. Like, like <laughs> selfies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Don't demoralize yourself by thinking that you're terrifying to look at or anything. That's not <laughs> I don't want that. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. Come on. Um, yeah, so it's been great to do this again and uh, have a cast powwow and actually have lots of things to talk about. It's amazing. There are weeks go by where I don't feel like I'm playing relevant. I'm just playing pairs again. And because working, you don't. So yeah, it's been especially fun the last few weeks to have such big horror games. Do those and have to bring them here. Yeah. So that's cool. And it's always good, of course, to talk to you, Gary, and to you. I enjoy. Much. Yeah. So fun. thank you, everyone, for having me. Yeah. yeah it's been great so, having yeah. you back. Yeah. yeah. I'm afraid it is very much a temporary thing. <laughs> so. Uh, the last uh, weekend before the kids go back to school, so it's like, so they're not at school tomorrow, so it's like I can afford to do this tonight, knowing that nobody's there's no consequences staying up chatting. <laughs> no consequences. <laughs> that's what that's what kids are about. Kids will remember this. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> they will. Uh, uh, we didn't we didn't mention that meant that that uh, mess, but uh, that, that's I maybe think we'll have enough time. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be, there'll be episodes in the future that need that can bring it up. That's it. 
I'm sure that really well reasoned around because it nothing bad definitely. will happen. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I I hope to come on again, maybe nearer the uh, the old Halloween time, and we'll, we'll do yeah. a, a horror-y special and get a few more people. Let's get Mike back on. I actually got to meet Mike. I had recently, of course. I went to Quake, and he was there. So that that's the first person I've ever met from PSU in person. It was nice. I think he was the second person I met. He's not cool. Yeah, which is weird because when I left, he wasn't at PSU, and I just left PSU. Now I'm not there, and he's there again. It's yeah. just swapping. So that's what it took, didn't it? I know what you guys swapping. hate us. <laughs> <laughs> but that was fun. It was nice to meet him. That was really... Bless him. Is he uh, as sexy as I imagine? Uh, he's a life, uh, live man. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But it's just, it's so weird listening to his voice in person. It doesn't sound the same. It's just like, it's like, I know you're Mike. <laughs> Why it sound like Mike? <laughs> like, and he isn't one. what you picture at all. Oh, he is in a way, just because yeah. of having seen the pictures. But yeah, it's like, yeah. the way he talks about fitness and stuff, you'd think he was some like buffed up roid monkey. But he's yeah. like, he's not. He's, That's he's how like, I imagine him. Yeah. I think it's because me. I, I'm not the picture of fitness and health these days. I, I, I felt quite bulky. I felt quite bulky by comparison. <laughs> it's okay, you're in bulking season. Yeah. It's fine. A bulking season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't do exercise in the summer. It's too hot. Can't do exercise in the winter. It's too cold. <laughs> so, but I can drink beer all year. <laughs> so, Yearly bulking season. I've been bulking for 32 yeah. years. <laughs> oh, you you got massive gains. Massive gains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, I assume you guys will be here next week to do to do yeah. your show uh, as normal. But uh, I will still leave the show by saying the old phrase, the olden days, is of course, "Tatty bye."